Welcome to Lisa Wong Creating Balance. My podcast is Be Curious. Thanks for joining me today. And today I'm going to talk about living and dying. And I ask you the question, what is your belief about living? And what is your belief about dying? So many of us in our lives question death. We question life. However, what is the more important question? Perhaps something to ask yourself. The Shawshank Redemption has a wonderful quote, get busy living or get busy dying. And it's interesting when we are struggling through fear and anxiety, how the word death can either seem peaceful, or it can seem almost insurmountable, whereas life can have the same meaning to you. It can be very peaceful, or it can be insurmountable. Ask yourself the question. Be curious about your understanding of what living is and what dying is. I was reading a book the other day, and one of the interesting passages in this was how two older people were talking and they were observing some younger people and the older person said the older gentleman said to the older lady it's interesting to watch the young people as they are learning how to live while I sit here and I'm learning how to die and that's another thing that to me was very impactful because As we get older, perhaps our thoughts of leaving this earth become a little more prevalent. We bring it to the forefront more. I've always had an interesting experience with death. I was with my great-grandmother when she passed. I was 14 years old. It was a life-changing experience for me at 14. I was unaware of the enormity of what I had witnessed. I will say it freaked me out. It changed my life, my entire understanding of who I am and was at that time changed completely. Something that came to the forefront of my mind at that time was, if this is all there is, then why am I so hesitant to do things and try things? So I kind of went off my nut for a while and lost my mind and became that teenager that experiences so many things. Probably not in the most appropriate manner, but I did. That was my journey to go on. And it was almost as if I was at a moment in my life where I went, I am not going to leave this earth without having some kind of an experience, whether it be living or dying. So I ask yourself, in your life, when there has been such a shift and a change in your life, what has changed? What ended? 
Was it in life? Was it a relationship? Was it your own beliefs that changed so significantly in that moment that you understood then it was time for you to change and that piece of you to die so that it opened up this other space for you to grow? Because remember, life and death is not only on the physical plane. Life and death happens emotionally as well as spiritually. Two of my favorite cards in the tarot are the tower and death. The tower because it helps me understand that it is time for significant change to happen. It's time to deconstruct my beliefs and what I believe is my truth at that moment. And put that to rest. It's time for that to leave. The cycle has ended. Keeping my foundation strong. Because if your tower has a very strong foundation, then no matter what lives or dies above you, you will always have a strong foundation so that you can grow, experience, expand. Living your life. What does that look like? There are people that say, I work hard and I play hard. I have a question for you. If you live hard and you play hard, do you rest hard as well? Do you allow yourself that time of rest and rejuvenation and recuperation from your living and playing so hard? When you're at work, does your work encompass your entire being? When you're at play, does it encompass your entire being? Or, perhaps, when you're at play, even though you're so invested in it, you take time to notice the birth and the death of the seasons. Have you taken that time in yourself to reflect? What does this mean to me? Perhaps you have lived your life to this point and never had to experience death. I know in my family, the Asian side of my family lives for quite a few years. So typically the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren know their great-grandparents and their grandparents. My grandmother passed a couple of years ago. She was almost 101 years old and she knew her great-grandchildren and her great-great-grandchildren. That's an experience not many people get to enjoy. And when you think about all she has experienced in her life, electricity, indoor plumbing, women voting, wars, trauma, the digital age, so many things that in her hundred years that she saw change in this world. So many experiences 
that she had and so much curiosity to ask the question, wow, that's cool. How did we end up there? How does that happen? How do we do that? I remember her buying a VCR and it was the coolest thing because she wanted to know, how does this work? My grandfather wanted me to come and set it up. He said, just set it up, give me the remote, tell me how it works and I'm good. Grandma wanted to know a few things. My grandfather had curiosity in other ways. And one of the beautiful things, when my grandfather passed, I began to have curiosity about his family. I knew so much about the Japanese side of my family and nothing, literally minimal, about the Chinese side of my family. And as my grandfather was learning how to die, him and I had a time at his home in Kelowna where he told me stories about his family, where I could find cousins, aunts and uncles, what they do, the good things about them, the not so good things about them. But I was curious. And then in that moment of my curiosity, I thought to myself, why did I wait till now to have curiosity about the life of my grandfather, his living? Why did I wait this long? And yet for that afternoon, my grandfather spoke more to me than he had in my entire life. And he told me stories and I could not get enough. I asked questions about life, the life he lived. Because curiosity about the life of our family is so important. Understanding what and who understanding where and why. How did we get to this place in life? I do miss my grandfather in the physical form. I do talk to my grandfather in the spiritual form. He is very wise. I talk to my great-grandparents as well, my Japanese great-grandparents as well. Again, having listened to their stories of their life before they came to Canada, before the war, before they moved into Alberta. I held curiosity of their life because I knew even though I was so young, I knew they would not be here forever. I was not prepared for the suddenness of the ending of our earthbound relationship. So in my travels and in my journey, I have begun to take time for myself to understand what is this life, this living. I had a client ask me one day, am I going to die? And I said, yes, we are all going to die. 
once we fully understand that we are all going to die and we don't know what our expiry date is, then perhaps you can come to terms with death and then perhaps begin to question what it is you're here to live. Ask yourself the question, I'm here to experience things. There was a period of time in my life where I think it was five years and there were so many people in my family that passed in that five years, young and old. So many funerals, so much emotion, so much spiritual upheaval within myself. It was overwhelming to me. My belief system cracked. And what was so interesting about my belief system is I started to question the church, religion, of course God, or a higher power, whatever you want to say. And I did. I started asking those questions. And I came to some very personal epiphanies. And throughout my life from that time, they have shifted and changed as I have asked more questions and become even more curious about who I am and my beliefs and my foundation. And I have been blessed to have been asked to sit with someone in their space as they passed. And it was so beautiful and so humbling. I came to understand that I was blessed in that moment to see and experience the beauty of a new journey beginning. It really depends on what your beliefs are. There's a belief that once you die, that's it, you're done, you go in the ground, you get cremated, whatever that looks like, and you're done, that's it. And there's a beautiful belief, which I have, that once you have done what you are here to do in this life, it's time for you to then go and rest so that you can come back and re-experience some things, perhaps. Become a teacher and a mentor, perhaps. Or perhaps it's to experience something from the other perspective. Interestingly enough, from what I have read and understand, when people have come to a point in time of their life where they understand that it's their time to go. They begin to seek forgiveness for all things. I would like you to consider this. Begin to give forgiveness and ask for forgiveness 
before that time comes. The years of family and community that you will be able to reinvest in is so amazing if you choose to forgive and ask for forgiveness early. I ask you to consider who in your life do you wish to forgive or perhaps that you would like to receive forgiveness from, that you would like to atone for your actions? Who in your life do you know that about now? I ask you in this moment to consider it and to consider doing it. There is always that first feeling of embarrassment or maybe even a recurring emotion as to when it happened, the anger, the upset, the defeat. But I ask you to forgive now so that you can go forward in your life and no longer be shackled to that point in your past so that you can get busy living. Because from the moment we are born, We have a journey that ends in our death. <clears throat> and there is no way around that. That's how it is. That is life, living and dying. When we experience in between that day of birth and that date of death, and we can sit in our own self and go, yes, <clears throat> I loved I forgave. I asked for forgiveness. I experienced life. Ask yourself the question, what are you here to do to get busy living? What fears can you overcome so you can get busy living? Because when it comes time for you to go and rest to begin your next journey. I would love for you to go there with a full heart, knowing that you have got busy living so that you understand that you don't have to get busy dying because death will come when it's time. Look within yourself and feel the beauty within you. Living and dying. Rebirth, birth, rebirth, perhaps. What is your belief? In this time that you have on this earth, decide where you're going to put your energy. What will it impact? Is there going to be forgiveness that you have to ask for or perhaps give? Open yourself up to receive other people's ideas and thoughts and emotions because they can help you grow, which expands 
your understanding of living. So again, from the Shawshank Redemption, I ask you, are you getting busy living or are you getting busy dying? And from me to you, I hope all of you are getting busy living because there's a beautiful life out there for you to lead. This is Lisa Wong, Creating Balance. Be curious. <laughs>